Hello and welcome to Roll for Relaxation, the multiverse's most relaxing Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. I hope everyone's been having a good pandemic, scratch that, a great pandemic. And I know that our episode output rate has been kind of (laughs) slow, that's an understatement, but it's about to pick up because we recently got a new editor. Shout out to Bearded Audio ASMR. Go check out his YouTube page. He makes really good soundscapes and classic ASMR YouTube videos. Yeah, how do I do this? What happens? Oh yes, let's roll for relaxation. Hey, an 18. I rolled with advantage. Don't tell anyone. Oh, also... We recorded this before Alex Trebek died and before I knew about his cancer diagnosis. That fact is relevant at some point in the episode. This episode is dedicated to the memory of the great wizard, Alex Trebek. Last time on Roll for Relaxation. In hopes of finding clues about the missing heir to the fiefdom of Wiltshire and Poppy's lost child, Poppy, Estrella, and Dante entered a post-apocalyptic wasteland version of Earth. They were greeted by a mysterious teleporter with mystic eyes. Is that you, Penelope? Maybe. I don't have all my memories. The gang learned that this man was a childhood friend of Poppy's. They also met the gruff Estella and the industrious Sparky. Why, let's go back to our place and we can fill you in. Uh, this place is a wasteland. Welcome to Deadlanta. This is our humble abode, free from mutants and land sharks. Why is Amir, my late best friend for whom I seek revenge, in this photo with you guys? Why, he is Penelope's half-brother, of course. He left when Penelope disappeared. Penelope told me that she had found a new place for us to live and was going to check it out, but had never returned until now. Uh, We want to go to Emir's old home. Do you know where that is? Yeah, that's Penelope's grandpappy's place up on the mountain. There's a little cottage that is part of an observatory where he lives. You can go either quickly through the rabid mutant camp, up through the mysterious wood, or via the highway. Also, strange you ask, because someone else came here a year ago asking the same thing. What was his name? Why, it was Cassius. Cassius. Uh, let's, uh, let's take the safer long way, guys. No, we must be quick. Straight through the mutant camp. Well, while you guys are going there, we're gonna go through the portal you came through and move to the magical city of Neverwinter that you have previously mentioned. See you later. Later, at the mutant camp. Hey, mutant guarding the mutant camp. If you let us use your elevator to the top of the mountain, we'll come back with a really cool gift. Yeah, that sounds good. Follow me. It better be a cool gift. And so, they reach the door of Poppy and Amir's grandfather's house, ready to explore what secrets and stories this old man might know. Okay, so to set the scene, you guys have reached what appears to be kind of a cottage with a giant telescope sticking out of it. What differentiates this from a normal cottage is that it is completely covered in steel. The door that you are at has claw marks scraping into it. Big yikes. You see that there's a a plaque hanging on the door and it says Pashinsky Observatory. Uh, And so behind you is a forest, which 
yeah, behind you is a forest, but then leading up to it is there's a patch of red poppy flowers. Uh, I go play in the flowers. <laughs> uh, does okay? Uh, does anyone join her? Poppy, think, Poppy, what are you doing? I feel at home here. I mean, this was your old home, but let's go. We have to go inside. <sighs> yeah, and as you play in those flowers, you remember planting them, Poppy. Interesting. That was a field of flowers that you had planted with your grandpa. I'm very excited about this, but I keep it to myself because nobody seems to be in favor of my plant play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there is a doorbell, if you guys want to ring that. Mm. Although I'd rather just barge right in, I will ring the doorbell. Good call. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you hear a static crackle, and uh, a voice comes on. It says, Well, hello there. Who is bringing me up? Uh, I... I don't know. Do we tell him the truth or Grandpa? Hello. Who is this? It's um. And I think about saying Poppy, and then I don't say Poppy. Penelope. Oh, is that my little Poppy seed? <gasps> it's me. Well, I'll be right up to let you you in. It takes longer than you would have expected uh, for this guy to open the door for you. And so as the door opens, it opens not inward or outward like a normal door, but goes up like a blast door, a more futuristic style of door. Before you sits an elderly man in a wheelchair. He has grayed hair and half the left side of his body seems to be drooping uh, and his right hand rests on a little joystick to move his electric wheelchair around. And you can see into the hallway that it is a very cozy, kind of like mid-2000s decor home uh, that you see before you. Oh, wow, Poppy, are you doing a hologram? Um, I don't think so, Grandpa. I'm, um, I think you call it dead. Oh, well, that makes me, makes me quite sad, indeed. Thank you. <laughs> I I really thought I would be dead first. Uh, that I'm in shock, to be honest. But who are? Did these people kill you? No, these are my friends. I I think we don't really like get along super well or anything, but we all stick together for some reason all the time. <laughs> Well, you have always been quite full. Um, And you can see that he's having a hard time talking because uh, half of his face uh, doesn't have muscle movement. Well, come on in, and I will make you some uh, sweet tea. Follow me. And he motors into his house and shuts the blast door behind you guys. Yeah, and you can, as you walk into the hallway, you see family photos of... Uh, his whole extended family, including certain pictures of Poppy and Poppy and Amir when they're young kids. And uh, he leads you into a a sitting room and there is a robot butler sitting there, uh, standing there at the ready. What uh, could I get you guys? Uh, 
A sweet tea would do fine, sir. Uh, yes, uh, tea, uh, please, and thank you. Well, very well. And he, he goes off into the kitchen uh, to get that. And as he goes into the kitchen, you hear um, him plugging away at, like, a keyboard. And then the robot butler, like, comes to life and then follows him into the kitchen. And, yeah, and so you are in a living room right now. Um, there is an old uh, VHS player and a television, which... Poppy, you instinctively know how to uh, use. And there is his degrees he has up on the wall. And yeah, are you guys doing anything or just waiting for him to come back? Uh, I'm going to look at the family photos, kind of wistfully say to Poppy, uh, it looks like you had a very nice childhood. I sure hope so. I, I, I didn't really expect there to be anybody here. I was kind of hoping we could just ransack the place. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there any, like, is there a remote control sitting out for the television? Yeah, it's on the coffee table. Hey, hey, Dante. Yeah, yes? Can you push this button for me? Push this, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and I push the button. Uh, yeah, the TV turns on. I awesome. jump back. <laughs> terrified for a moment. <laughs> what uh, is this thing? Poppy, how do you, what? It's like a, a moving painting. Exactly. It's fascinating. It's kind of hurting my eyes. Ugh. Right now, it's playing just an old rerun of Jeopardy. <laughs> Poppy is so excited for Jeopardy. <laughs> Why do these people just stand here? What's happening? They're playing a game. Oh, a game of chance? Of dice? Of cards? Of mine. Ah, uh, my favorite. Mm. I don't understand any of these questions, though. I are they made up? I. <laughs> uh, how does how does Jeopardy work again? Is that yeah? <laughs> That's where he says the answer, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. As the yeah. columns of questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the subject is squishy things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah. Uh, it's a year ago, and she'll be. She's like, I'll take squishy things for five hundred. Uh, oh, and then he says the answer. Um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she has to guess first. Well, that, no, he no, says the yeah, answer. He has to be like, yeah. this squishy thing you might keep by your sink in a house or something like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this squishy thing you might keep by your sink in the house. And it's also <laughs> a very simple animal. What is sponge? Good job, Sarah. 500 points. <laughs> what what is sponge? I'm not familiar with sponge. Yes, truly, how philosophical. What is sponge? <laughs> P Poppy's just dying laughing over this. I do not think I understand how to play this game. <laughs> Me neither. I'll teach you guys sometime. It's fine. Uh, it, maybe we should put in... What are these little black things? I don't understand. It's like a square. Uh, can the... Can this... the... <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I didn't realize you were... <laughs> <laughs> can, the, can the people in the moving painting... Can they hear us? Can they see us? <gasps> Not last time I watched television. Oh, good. 
I was worried. I'm, <laughs> I'm not looking my best right now. Speaking of which, <laughs> is there a, uh, a mirror and perhaps a wash basin that I can use? Yeah, uh, Poppy, you instinctively know where the bathroom is. I can show you where it is. Oh, thank you. Much appreciated. And I flash Poppy a charming grin. <laughs> I instinctively reach to hold his hand to bring him <laughs> to where it is, and then it doesn't work. So I just pretend I never tried it and keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> I awkwardly pretend I didn't see her try. <laughs> So while they're at the bathroom, uh, a butler, the robot butler, comes in uh, and puts down a tray that has the pitcher of sweet tea and uh, glasses for you to pour it yourself. Uh, Does the robot butler have a name, and do I know its name? You don't know its name. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I guess we can keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then old grandpapa comes back into the room. Well, well, how was the trip up here, uh, young lady? Uh, it... Oh, go ahead. Which one of us is young lady? Uh, I don't know. I, I think you're at the bathroom, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's talking to Estrella uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that bad, actually. Surprisingly, the mutants were very agreeable. Well, that's good. They don't come up here because of my robots. We'll kill them. Oh, well, that can be handy. Uh, sir, I was wondering if you could tell me a bit about, uh, Poppy and Amir, seeing how you're related. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Uh, and then, Poppy, you can hear all of this and come back if you want. Well, I guess we'll start at the beginning. My oldest son is named Charles, and he is both their fathers. So his first wife is uh, Poppy's mother, uh, but then she passed away. And then I introduced my son to a woman who I worked with that that I thought that would be a good pairing. And uh, then they had Amir, um, and Poppy was always really rambunctious, and she didn't really get along with this new woman. Actually, make a perception check, uh, Estrella. Mm. I'm I'm screwing myself over because I named one of the characters Estella. Five. Okay. Yeah, you don't notice crap. Um, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so Papa didn't really like her that much, and so she was quite rebellious, I'd say. Uh, but they had a good childhood until the everything that happened that caused all of this happened. And then, you know, everyone here who's alive has a mutation of some sort. Have you noticed that? Uh, no. I noticed the mutants, but I guess some of them I, I, I hadn't noticed. Oh, well, so did you... You have not met Poppy's old friends, did you? Oh, oh yeah, I just thought they were all really weird. Well, well, they are. Uh, but Sparky, who I occasionally talk to on the ham radio, he is pretty smart and i think that's because of the mutations 
You have to have noticed Clay's eyes. Oh, yeah. I suppose I did. And that he can teleport. Oh, I thought maybe he was a wizard of some sort. Oh, uh, well, I don't think he's a wizard. We all have certain mutations, and speaking of which, that what's that around your neck? I made that chain there. Uh, you recognize this? And yeah, I, I'm, I made that. I pulled out of my shirt and uh, sort of show it to him. Tell me about it. Well, you know who this belonged to. Mir, of course. And so, why do you have it? Well, if I may be so bold, um, Amir is dead. He was he was killed by Cassius, a friend of ours. Well, ex friend. Oh. Oh. Well, the the last of my kin. That hits me hard. To be honest, it would have hit me harder before the apocalypse happened. I'm quite used to death. But that does make me sad. Cassius? Wait, you said Cassius? Yes, the traitor. I have met Cassius. He was quite a fine young gentleman. You say he killed Amir? Yes, he's very deceiving. He was the one I watched with my own eyes. He told me to not trust anyone who came here saying they knew him. Ugh. Well, I can tell you that he lied to us for years. So, he told me to trust one person, though. That person was a a teenage kid, a young teenager named uh, Elvis, maybe. What? Uh, If a kid named... Uh, Ebenezer, no, Elvis. Are you, uh, you talking about Effie? Effie, yeah. If a kid named Effie showed up, um, then Are, I can mean, trust him. So Cassius didn't take Effie? I... This makes no sense. When, how long ago was Cassius here? A year ago? Something like that? Did he say where he was mm-hmm. going? Oh, um, nope. Um, he just dropped some things off and said, don't trust anyone except Effie, if he comes alone. What did he drop off? Um, just a little box. Can I see that box? I brought you, I brought you your own grandchild. You can trust me. I met her after she died. (laughs) Uh, Roll persuasion with advantage. Okay. Mm, Damn it. 14. It's not bad. Well, yeah, I'll I'll show you, but only if Poppy's there, too. I float in. (laughs) You're just like hanging out in the hallway listening this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still primping and, uh, and preening in the bathroom, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone thinks you're pooping now. <laughs> I'm fixing my hair. <laughs> but whatever. Um, yeah, follow me. He leads you to this spiral, not a staircase, because it's wheelchair accessible, um, but this <laughs> like helical uh, ramp that goes down into a basement. Mm. Um, 
and yeah, he, <clears throat> uh, he goes down and you guys can follow him. And, uh, as you go down there, these automatic lights turn on, but it's almost unnecessary because there's a lot of grow lights that he has kind of an underground greenhouse happening down here, as well as a, a workbench bench and, um, computers and uh, stuff for building robots. Plants, 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 plants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's so many plants. Poppy's having a wonderful time. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he digs through one of his tool benches and he pulls out this wooden box and he puts it on his lap and motors over to you and opens it. Within it, you can see a black bit of a key, like the top bit that has the actual teeth. Oh, a key. I... Sir, I, I really need this. I'm trying to save Effie. Effie, the one that you're supposed to trust. We are all, Dante and I initially, but Poppy too, we're all trying to find Effie, and I need this key. Oh, well, Poppy, should I do that? Yes, I think it's a good idea. Well, then you may have it. Here you go, miss. And he uses his one good arm, and he gives it to you. Thank you, sir. You have no idea. This is... Ah, uh, thank you. I do have a question, though. Can you use that thing? Any points to your necklace? What? <laughs> it's just a necklace. I took it off mm. of Amir when he died as a remembrance. That's not just a necklace. I made that and I would know. So... Everyone in this world who has survived has some sort of mutation. Amir was no different. What? I I thought maybe he had left before all that. I, what was his mutation? Did, did Poppy have one? Oh, yes, Poppy. Uh, it's probably the reason that she is able to be a ghost. I won't go into the physics too much, but there are overlapping fields that can be excited, and when they are excited, they create matter. So there is the electron field. Do you know what an electron is? Uh, you are speaking a different language to me, sir. Well, in a brief way, there is a force field, you could say, that was not existent in our universe, but was brought here at the time of the apocalypse. Poppy, she could manipulate that. She could manipulate the magical field. Whereas Amir could use magic to manipulate the electromagnetic field. And so he could manipulate light and deal radiant damage. Oh. But he also had the ability to give his power to those he loved. What? But only those he loved. I... What? <laughs> <laughs> I what, electromagnetic what? Radiant uh, light. Field? You you know what light is? Yeah. Well, I do know what that is. Are you saying that that power is in this necklace? I would say that he put all of his power into that necklace, which was what it was designed to do to house his power. How? How do you use it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> Well, it's just a, a housing for radiant energy 
and mm. radiant magic. I don't. I, I was the one that stole it, so he did not hurt people that he could go unnoticed and not use it. Mm. Okay. I sort of pick up the necklace and hold it in my hand and go, Ha! Go! <laughs> are you... Are you... <laughs> Are you trying to cast a spell or anything? <laughs> no. I'm like pointing it like towards like the wall to see if it'll do something. <laughs> uh, roll uh, Arcana. Oh, uh, 11. That's not bad. Um, yeah, a little bit of light comes off of it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah? Can, can I try something with that real quick? Uh, sure, I guess. Uh, I attempt to absorb the magic into me, as oh, is, like, m- one of the two things I can do as a ghost. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. Uh, At this very moment, I'm just going to come sauntering down the ramp. Just, hey, guys, what's up? I point the necklace at him and I go, Ha! <laughs> Oh, wait. Wait. (laughs) Small flashes of light, that's all. Rude. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, So, Poppy, are you going to try to absorb the magic from the necklace? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, Are you going to let her, Estrella? Um, I don't know. Or, Or I'll say this. Like, you see Poppy just surrounding the necklace. Like she's just standing with it inside of her. Uh, hey, that's my necklace. Poppy, what are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to make it work. I think this will work. Uh, by eating it? I don't... Uh, yeah, basically, I don't... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is Amir's necklace. If you destroy it, I will I will find a way to kill you again. Yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> what? Uh, this is getting really tense. What's happening here? This necklace is magic. It's Amir was magic. Poppy was magic in a way. I don't know. Something about electrical something field. Uh, everyone has a mutation. And this necklace has magic in it. And now Poppy's trying to eat it. Absorb it. Same difference, right? I should have just stayed upstairs. <laughs> um, I think I'll probably be possessive of it and be like, and pull it away. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna try to play keep away, you two? Or uh, yeah, yeah. What was your reaction, Poppy? I'm very offended. I turn to Grandpa and I go, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I put it back around my neck and I stuff it back down my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my little Papa, see, don't be offended. (laughs) You know that Amir looked up to you. um, But he was never that good at lending you his powers. Poppy, do you think you could still use your powers now, or... Uh, I can try. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, when you try, nothing happens. Oh. Well, when you get bored of trying to make it work, let me know, and uh, I think I can do something. I don't know. I think I've got a good system going. What what (gasps) exactly are we doing down here? Why is she just waving the amulet around? Dante. Because she doesn't trust me. Dante. Yes? Look what Cassius left. And I pull out the key piece and I show it to him. The second piece of the key. Just like the letter said. In the heart of his ancestral home. He called Amir a traitor. Why did he call Amir a traitor? Yeah, what did Cassius have to say about Amir? Oh, um, well, he said that they were best friends and that he was looking after him and taking good care of him. That's all Cassius said? He didn't say anything about Amir doing anything wrong? Mm, No, I don't think so. Did Cassius mention the coup at the castle? Um, He didn't talk much about himself. Um, even when I, I asked Southern hospitality and all that. You poor thing. He must have tricked you as well. I'm very confused about all this, to be completely honest, Estrella. Cassius killed Amir. He thought Amir was a traitor for some reason. And yet the letter says that Cassius was trying to hide Effie. <laughs> trying to protect the future of the realm. Uh, I don't care how it looks. I knew Amir. He was righteous and good. The kind of paladin I strive to become. He he knew how to make the best of everyone around him. And I refuse to think that he was some sort of villain. Not until I see proof. Because for years, Cassius schemed behind our backs and betrayed our trust. There's a chance he's orchestrating all of this. I don't doubt it. I just don't understand why Cassius is doing what he's done. Why take Effie? Why hide him away? Why this complicated ritual with three pieces of a key? Why is Amir involved at all? None of it makes sense. I don't understand any of it either. But I think we're getting closer to finding the truth. We have two pieces of this key now, whatever it is. The inner key, it says here in the letter. I don't even know what it opens, to be totally honest. Neither do I. Uh, sir, did he say anything else to you? Anything that could be of importance? Hmm. Well, he just told me that Him and Amir were friends. He didn't know Poppy, which kind of made sense to me. I thought Poppy would go her own way. Um, He mentioned... What else did he mention? Uh, Just that Effie would come by and what he would look like and that he would pick up this key and it was some sort of... uh, Becoming of age test. What? Effie's not captured? 
This makes no sense. Maybe we'll find Effie in the land of the fairies. Did Cassius say anything about uh, the land of youth or the queen, perchance? Um, nope. Hmm. Uh, perhaps this will make sense when we find the third piece of the key I have to hope so because right now I really don't understand what's going on also by now certainly the people we left behind back in in our world must be wondering what happened to us I am of course at least several days late for singing Matilda to sleep (laughs) <laughs> yeah, every night you go to sleep, there's a sad little girl in a kingdom far away. I think about it every time. Aww. I promised her I'd be there. Aww. And I immediately disappeared. Explicitly. She <laughs> liked you. I immediately disappeared. This is why she has trust issues. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll make it up to her. Oh. Well, alright. I guess we should make our way to the land of youth now? As if it's just that easy. I suppose we should. Well, should we rest before we go? Yeah, it's getting quite late. Why don't you spend the night? It does seem very comfortable here. Yeah, I guess we could. And we have... perhaps Poppy would like to spend some time in her old home. Maybe it will help jog her memory. That would be really nice. Yeah, just by being down here, you're getting flashbacks of uh, working on this greenhouse together. Um, and you can kind of get a sense of like how old you are with each of these flashbacks. And so you're kind of a tween when you're like putting this uh, internal greenhouse together. Whereas your memories of planting the poppy field, you were much younger when you were doing that. Aww. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, well, follow me and I'll get you set up. Uh, and he goes upstairs and he goes to one of his computer consoles up there and uses a joystick and starts moving one of his robots around to uh, make your beds and, and get everything ready for you guys. Uh, they've got, he's got one guest bedroom and someone's going to have to sleep on the couch. I can sleep on the couch. <laughs> Someone besides Poppy. <laughs> um, oh, well, I'll um, sleep on the couch. Of course, I was about to say I. I better take the bedroom because um, I need my beauty sleep. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do? Um, I'm gonna do something once everybody's snoozing. Mm-hmm. I suppose I should turn in. I am oh, very tired after all. It's been a long day. Mm. And Estrella? Um, I'll probably lay down on the couch and try to fall asleep. Maybe okay. maybe look at some pictures right before. Yeah, in, uh, in fact, you, you find Amir's old room that has been um, converted into... Um, like a server storage. It's just like computers. Um, but 
you can search it and see what's there. Yeah, um, I'm gonna want. yeah, I'm gonna look around the room and see if I can find anything. Um, yeah, so you find uh, that he has a whole bunch of posters on the wall of um, a lot of like it's like dragon heart and um, a, a whole bunch of like medieval fantasy stuff um, <laughs> that he seemed to be really into, like knights, um, a knight's tale. He has Heath Ledger up on the wall. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also come across uh, his journal um, that is just has the worst handwriting. Because he's, like, <laughs> five. He can barely write. Um, so And it only has, like, two entries before he stopped doing it. Um, but one of them has just, like, Estella's name in it and just, has like, a bunch of hearts around it. Estella. I wonder if that's a no. Oh, she's gonna get it. <laughs> and I kind of just <laughs> place the journal down. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that's what you find in that room. If you're looking at the uh, photos, um, you you kind of see a progression of like. Um, Charles and the first wife and Poppy and um, Poppy what does your mom look like? Like me but big <laughs> <laughs> and she is uh, Poppy's mom has just this electric smile um, and really bright eyes and she often wears these really um, cute floral, floral dresses um, and she really just is like the center of attention in all these photos just because of how lively she is. Um, and then a, a few years later, you have um, Amir uh, in the family photos and a different woman, and she looks very cold and has, um, like, very icy features of, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, and a very stern face. Um, and Poppy does not look happy in, in any of those. Um, mm -hmm. She does, she's not enjoying this woman. Hmm. I guess that's Amir's mom. Oh, and in fact, actually, you recognize this woman as Amir's mom. You've met his parents. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and in this, they look so youthful, and their skin isn't... Um, it, it isn't leathery from the sun and they don't have the bags under their eyes. They look like almost like it takes you a second to recognize them because they look so different. Wow, this must have been before all that happened here. Before they left to come to our king or our area. I don't even know. Our realm. And yeah. Cool. Um, so then you go to sleep? Yeah, yeah. All right. Poppy, what are you up to? I'm trying the amulet thing again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands together if you can hear it. He's going to try and like, oh, sneak God. it off of Esther's neck. <laughs> I don't think I have to sneak it off her neck. I think I can just sort of... Just phase through her. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, make a... <laughs> 
make a stealth check um, and make a perception check. Okay. Um, Wait, I make perception? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Fluff has followed you into the room. (laughs) I rolled a 15 on perception. Oh, freaking Fluff. I forgot about Fluff. Oh, yeah. He's here. (laughs) Okay, stealth. Okay. He's been chilling. So... Uh, yeah, yeah. Fluff is eating a textbook on astrophysics. Uh, <laughs> and all about those fields sooner or later. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not reading it, so he doesn't absorb knowledge uh-huh. through his stomach. Uh, uh, otherwise, yeah, we'd have Professor Fluff by the end. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so F- Fluff is looking up at you, Poppy. And he's like, hey, why are you doing that? I think I know a way to get this to work, but you have to be really quiet. And how are you going to do that? Um, you know how people eat, and you are what you eat. It's like that, except I can't eat. Hmm. Okay, so you're going to eat that necklace? Okay. And he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> Thank you, Fluff. Um, yeah, so um, as you are trying to um, absorb this, you realize that this has um, kind of overwhelming power. Um, like, it's a huge amount of power, but also that it harms the undead. Um because of its radiant energy. Mm. Interesting. Um, and you are undead. So you are going to take... This is not good. <laughs> you take seven damage. Am I dead? <laughs> no. You have way more HP than seven. Yeah. But it hurts, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. In so much as a ghost can be hurt. Mm. All right. That seems fair with the number of fights I've avoided. <laughs> <laughs> Does Poppy do anything after trying to absorb the amulet? <laughs> Ashamed, she goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, and that's actually based on a paladin ability. They're Divine smites do extra against undead. Um, so, um, okay, yeah, you guys uh, wake up in the morning to the sound of uh, a robotic butler making breakfast, um, and it is a completely vegetarian meal of um, avocados and toast and avocado toast and <laughs> and beans and fried tomatoes. I, uh, I get really excited for like a second. <laughs> I look at it uh, doubtfully, and I try some of the avocado. Uh, this yeah. is um, what is this? That is an avocado. 
um, the giant sloths who used to roam here would eat them and then poop them out. Um, uh. And that was the only thing keeping them alive until humans cultivated them after we killed the giant sloths. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> I, I, put, I look at it. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say I pushed the avocado on my plate to the side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look at it and kind of crinkle my nose a bit, but then I take a bite and I actually thoroughly enjoy it, but I don't want anyone to know. Uh, to get Dante to like enjoy it, I just lean over and I whisper to him, avocado is very expensive. <laughs> oh, oh, expensive, you say? <laughs> well, yes, of course. I mean, I, of course, I, I would have known that. I, I think we may have had this where I, when I grew up uh, in my family home. I believe we, we occasionally had the adocavo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's just like Mother used to make it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll start to eat it up. <laughs> but clearly I'm struggling with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is fried tomato, which is a classic uh, from your from, from the place you guys are from. Uh, Poppy is thoroughly enjoying this newfound knowledge that she can get Dante to do anything she wants, <laughs> as long as she calls it expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Only the finest items for Dante. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Um, yeah. So are you guys, what are you up to? <laughs> I'm transfixed by the television watching more Jeopardy. <laughs> I'm learning so much about this world of yours. This is fascinating. This man, Al Alex, Alex, is that his name? <laughs> he seems very, very knowledgeable. He must be the wisest wizard in the world. <laughs> he is, he is. This is a fruit that was, it's native to the Americas and was pooped out by giant sloths. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> what is um, a coconut? Oh, oh you sorry. Idiot. Uh, obviously, <laughs> our <de> cavo. <laughs> Got very expensive fruit, by the way. Hmm. Uh, yeah, um, so the episode is coming to a close. <laughs> it's final Jeopardy. It's final <laughs> Jeopardy. And that's the double Jeopardy. Um, yeah. uh, uh, come on, guys, we have to go. What, what does one have to do to become a man like this Alex Trebek fellow? Uh, you're... You have to be very knowledgeable and be a grand wizard, of course, and that's not you. Uh, well, it bar. could be. I'm very knowledgeable and quite famous. I suspect this Alex man is also very famous. Oh, well, he is quite dead. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh. You cannot become an Alex Trebek uh, anymore. My condolences to uh, Mr. Trebek's family. <laughs> my condolences to you. <laughs> Well, very, very well. saddened. Very saddened. Also, like, this takes on a very dark tone given that he uh, is oh. was fighting oh. with cancer right now. That's, oh, oh God. <laughs> just, just thought about that. <laughs> anyway, 
No ill wishes to Mr. Trebek or his family. <laughs> and we just casually cut that out <laughs> just of the very episode. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll oh, what happened? They were eating breakfast and then they were outside? I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps one day I will have my own. What did you call this? Game show? Yes, one day, perhaps. I believe in you. <laughs> Are we quite done yet? Yes, I've finished my aducavo, and uh, it was very delicious. This bread and tomato was also very good. Thank you, Mr. Uh, uh, what is your name? <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you for asking. Uh, my name... He was, I wrote one down. I need to find it. <laughs> oh, no. Hoping we never asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we've passed that point. Oh, um, it's Charlie. Oh, my name is William Pushinsky. Mr. Pushinsky, thank you for your hospitality. I don't think I ever introduced myself properly. I am Dante Darrington, bard of some renown. And I bow. Oh. Well, my bow back. And he uh, leans his head down and pulls it back up. All right. Well, it, it was a pleasure meeting you all. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't tell you more about what you wanted to know. I believe you've helped us a great deal, as a matter of fact. Knowing that Effie was supposed to come here for some reason, knowing that Cassius was here, that he left this piece of a key for Effie to find. It's all very important. And if Effie does show up, can you tell him that we're headed to the land of youth? Mm, yeah, I can do that for you. Um, I have a few questions for you, Poppy, before you go. Are you starting to lose your memory like I am? Yeah, big time. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. I'm um, sorry to you too. Well, I know that you have found a magical door and that you were taking your family through it. Yeah. Do you remember anything after that? Like where <sighs> they ended up, where you ended up? I'm a great-grandpappy. Yeah. Um, but something bad happened when I died, and... <sighs> oh, don't cry. Come, don't cry, my dear. It, it's fine. And he has a tear uh, on it rolling down the right side of his face. Um, the side that still has muscles working. Um, I, I lean into him. Kind of like a ghost hug. <laughs> well, it just makes me happy to know that you met someone and that you were able to have a, a son and that they're maybe doing well. Thank you, Grandpa. I'm proud of you. 
I feel like I gained hit points back from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're back to full. Um. <laughs> it wasn't from the rest. It was just from his motivation speaking. <laughs> Aww. My, a real tender moment here. I'm like tearing up here. Dante, Dante's like trying not to cry. <laughs> um, my little papu seed, you give the Pushinskis a good name. So. I love you. Um, I love you too. Safe journey. Safe journey. <laughs> All right, let's head out. Yes, I suppose <clears throat> it is that time. We have to figure out how to get back to the library. Uh, should we take the long road? Well, I see that as a win-win. It sounds less dangerous, and we get to spend more time on the mechanical horses. Mm, yeah. The motorcycles, the motorcycles. Okay. <clears throat> so you guys are taking the long road. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as you, you exit and you all hop on the motorcycle, um, you... Uh, see that behind his house um, on the opposite side of where the the poppy field and the trees were is that there is a road which winds back and forth in really steep uh, cutbacks uh, all the way down the mountain um, but then continues in the opposite direction of where you're trying to go for quite a while before it loops around and you, you can't see when it's going to loop back. I guess that's where we're going. Uh, Mr. Polchinski, is, is there any faster way off this mountain? Well, I think the fastest way is the elevator, but I wouldn't recommend that. They used that when they were building the, the observatory to move the stuff up. Um, you could go through the forest, but sometimes my robots, when they're picking fruit, don't come back. Um, the, the highway is quite a long and lonely road. Mm. That sounds perfect for my soul. <laughs> I think we take <laughs> the long road home. Horse is faster, though. We are in kind of a hurry. I could, we could fight anything that's in the forest. You heard them talking about the land sharks before, didn't you? Oh, I don't think there are land sharks in the forest. I think they stick to the sandy bits. Well, surely there's something dangerous in there if they're taking your robots. <laughs> More dangerous well, than me? Yes, I imagine substantially so. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. there, there are trees that seem to move. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a nope. Thank you very much. We're taking the long road. I can cut down trees with my sword. Before they cut you down? Uh, I, can a tree cut? I, I, I don't... Uh. What do you recommend, Mr. Polchinski? Polchinski? My apologies. Um... Uh, personally, uh, if I had to go 
I'm, I am a man of curiosities, so I will take the forest. Uh, uh, I roll my eyes. You heard him, the forest. We can do this. Get ready, Bard. Very well. I suppose this is my lot. You, Estrella, you go first. Of course I will. Uh, so are you guys walking? Uh, yeah. Does this mean we have to leave the mechanical horses? Uh, no, no. We can take them with us. Right? Yeah, there's only one. Um, oh, right. Yeah, I guess we were all on one mechanical horse. <laughs> <laughs> can we ride this mechanical horse through the forest? Um, you would want to do it slowly, I think. Mm. That doesn't sound like a good <laughs> idea. All right, let's go. Thanks, sir. All right, to the forest. All right. <clears throat> yeah, so you guys are walking through the, the poppy field. Um, before you get through it, make a perception check. Um, also, I'm just going to ask Fluff, hey, could you pick some of these flowers for me so we can keep some? Aww. Oh, yeah. I'll pick some of these flowers. Thank you so much. Poppy, if you like. I could press some of these flowers in my, my magical book here. I would love that. I pull out my book, which is remarkably unscathed, considering all that it's been through. And then mm -hmm. I flip open to sort of a center page and take a poppy and place it in between the pages and close the book. So um, where are you at the moment, Astrea? Um, Watching them, standing impatiently. <laughs> Okay. Um, so you're in the field with them? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm rolling so, um Oh, dear. Oh, yes. Perception. Oh, oh, man. We are dumb. We are oblivious. We're just preoccupied. We're distracted by the beautiful flowers. Oh, we really so, are. Yeah, they are really beautiful flowers. <laughs> That's a three, an eight, and a nine. Um <laughs> Ooh, best of three. <laughs> well done. <laughs> As you guys are picking the flowers, uh, you see that <clears throat> these three creatures pop out of the flowers close to you and spray you with a gas. So these creatures, they look like a mixture of a fairy and a dragon. They're kind of like the size of a cat. I'm suddenly really excited about the fact that I don't breathe. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Poppy, nothing happens to you, but, um, okay, so, uh, roll initiative, everybody. And then they rolled for initiative. That's the end of today's episode. Next episode is my favorite fight that we've ever done. Also, shout out to our patrons, including Smizamore, a man who's lived through three different apocalypses. Apocali? I don't know, but Smizamore would know. And Elad Avni, a mad lad who drinks dragon fairy poison for fun. See you next time.